41 Strong Podcast. My name is Chuck Tate. Great to have you with us today. 41 Strong is a podcast that delivers encouraging scriptures and stories to help people like you hold on and stand strong. For more information about 41 Will Come, go to 41willcome.com or my website, chuckytate.com. Well, today is episode 136, and in the studio is my friend Cody Diz Dickerson. He's new to the Peoria area. He's the pastor of the Lord's Table Church. He hails from West Virginia. Yeah. He has his own podcast called Native Souls, where he has coffee and conversation. He's a coffee enthusiast. We're going to talk about that as well. Yeah. So, Cody, welcome to yeah. 41 Strong. Man, so good to be here. Man, really so, good to be here. Yeah, well, it's great to have you on. Yeah. And um, I've only had the um, the opportunity to to uh, meet with you once, so make sure my mic's on here. You know, we're live. This is the, That's the fun part about, about doing 41 Strong. We're live on yeah. video, so, um, yeah, hopefully... Uh, I didn't hit the mute button here. <laughs> All right, there we go. So, um, welcome to Forty One Strong. <laughs> Take two. Um, I love it. No, seriously, man, it's great to great yeah, to have you here. Absolutely. And um, man, well, just why don't you begin by introduce yourself um, to those that are. Um, not familiar with you. I mean, you're new to the Peoria area. I am. from West Virginia. Tell yes. us a little bit how you ended up in P-Town. Well, uh, never heard of Peoria, Illinois until uh, just the end of last year. Uh, we never were, even heard of it. Never heard of it. Wow. Uh, I had only heard of Chicago in okay. Illinois. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> um, but we, uh, our denomination has a general assembly every two years. And I met a guy from Illinois uh, you know, natural conversation sparked. He was the youth director of our denomination, uh, and uh, some opportunities popped up. And they said, "Hey, um, we got a church open in you know Peoria, or Bartonville," and you know we interviewed and loved it. And here we are. We came in January. <laughs> here we are. And let me just ask you this: since you moved to the Peoria area in January, mm -hmm. how many coffee shops have you been to? All uh, of them? Every one of them. <laughs> <laughs> we, we had uh, no, no coffee shops in where, where we were from. We okay. had to drive, you know, about an hour to get to a, a coffee shop. We had one local one, um, you know, and sometimes we'd go to that one, but, you know. Some guy named Jimmy had a motorhome, and he would just brew <laughs> coffee and show up. <laughs> yeah, hey, but, Jimmy. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> Can I have some Folgers? <laughs> but, yeah, it was, so we've been to every one of them, and we go to, wow, we go cool. to them on a normal yeah, All right. So, basis. what's your favorite so far? I mean, um, you know that's really hard. Yeah. Um, Especially when you're on camera and yeah. recording you. I go yeah. to the spot more than more yeah. than any of them because they actually come to Bartonville in okay. a mobile truck. Cool. So, I'm you know I go to that quite quite a bit. Okay. Uh, but man, thirty thirty is good. Yeah. Really like thirty thirty and leaves and beans. Leaves. Yeah. You got, me, you got me hooked on leaves okay. and beans. All right. Yeah. That's that's uh, leaves and beans. My my wife does not like coffee, but she loves leaves and beans. She likes their chai better yeah. than any other place. My daughter loves leaves and beans. Um, leaves and beans is not my favorite, mm -hmm. but um, I do I do enjoy it. I'm actually believe it. I'm just I'm a Starbucks guy. I love yeah. thirty thirty. I love Zion coffee. Yeah. I love yeah. the spot. You yeah. know. Um, yeah. Man. So I mean, it's it's all it's all good. But I pretty much wind up at. 
Starbucks. It's kind of like my second office. Yeah, it's hard sure. to summer though because I've you know I have to wear a jacket to keep it like you know twenty below zero. <laughs> once you get in and out, but but um, so um, you are a coffee enthusiast and you have yeah. a podcast called Native a, Souls. Tell us do. a little bit about that. Uh, Native Souls. We started that uh, in two thousand and eighteen. So okay. we we, uh, we made it a year. We made it, and we're still a podcast. So that's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, but we do. We we talk about coffee. We open it up. We do a a brand. A brew and a blend. Uh, that's brand, what we do. A we, brew and a blend. Yeah, we highlight that. Okay. So we highlight uh, a different brand. We highlight a different brew of that brand and, and of course, a blend. Um, so, you know, after that, after the coffee, we go into a deep conversation. You know, uh, you know, sometimes it's not as deep. You know, we're, we're crazy. It's three of us. So yeah. uh, we, we're crazy. We're just a, a group of best friends who love coffee and love conversation. And we hit record. And see what happens. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> so yeah. So um, at home, then, do you are you a pour pour over guy, or or you just um, you just brew it up? What? Ah, in the summer, it's all cold brew. Okay. Um, but pour over, absolutely, is my favorite coffee. Is pour over. Okay. Um, and yeah, I do the drip coffee. Got my Ninja coffee bar. You know, okay. yeah, I that's, used, that's what I use at home. Yeah, I love it. I mean, yeah. it's it's amazing. And I just started doing the if I'm home. And I have time, I do the pour over. Okay. But usually in the mornings, I just do the ninja. Okay. So. All right, man. Yeah, man. Cool. So, Lord's Table, you've been here since January. January first. All right. It was our first day here. Okay. So. And now, is this the, the your first lead pastorate, or is this? Uh, actually, no. I was a lead pastor in West Virginia. Okay. For almost two years. Okay. So, not quite two years, almost. All right. So far, so good in Peoria. So far, so good, man. So are you familiar with the phrase, if it plays Peoria? Have you ever heard of that? Only because I've done some research on Peoria before I moved here. Okay. Yeah. All so, right. Yeah. Cool. Well, right now you're playing Peoria. Awesome. Awesome. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so not only are you a, a, a pastor and a, and a coffee enthusiast, yeah. but you're a rapper. I am. So yeah. we we got to talk about this a, yeah. a, a little bit, man. So, <laughs> Absolutely. So man, you can you can throw down the words, right? I I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. For from about 2006 to 2012, when I got married, I guess you can, can you can say I was full time. Um, but then the full time rapper life didn't pay for you know being married. So I had you know so I had to look into other things. But I was also called to preach uh, in 2011 and. And really felt that um, that was my that was going to be my calling. And I actually thought I'd retired from music, but um, I ended up. I've got like two albums ready to go, and I'm recording one right now. All right, you know, and doing some stuff in Illinois. So I've, you know, God's just put some connections there. So I, I'm not finished like I thought I was. <laughs> All right, man. So, so um, your your albums do you, is it is it under your name? Yeah. Or is it? Yeah. You have a. It's under Diz. Diz, yeah, because right? that's your it middle is. name, your nickname. Or not your middle name, but it's your nickname. It's right? a nickname, yeah. yeah. It's a nickname Diz. that I don't know how I got. A friend in the era of Snoop Dogg and for Shizzle Dizzle and that whole thing. I was just getting ready to say it. <laughs> uh, they, they called for Rizzle me. Dizzle's in the house. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally how it happened. Like They were like, Code Dizzle. And I'm like, what? And they said, no, we'll call you Diz. And I'm like, oh, Okay. So the next day at school, this was in like eighth grade. All right. Next day at school, everybody's calling me that, and it just stuck with me my whole life. Wow. <laughs> a little bit of Diz, a little bit of Dat. Yeah, hey, that's hey, right. I'll be Dat today. We got Diz and Dat on a 40 West truck. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> 
<laughs> no. Oh, man. I'm, I love it. I'm not a magician. I mean, I'm not a <laughs> magician. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not a musician. I was going to say I am a magician, but I'm not that either. Yeah. But, no, what's funny is when I'm out in the community and sometimes if um, a conversation – church can come up mm-hmm. and then people ask me what church I go to and I say I go to rock church and then people the, the next question I usually get is oh you're in the band mm. and I'm like no I'm not in the band they don't yeah they don't, they don't let me play yeah at a Easter egg hunt somebody thought I was the drummer I'm like no wow. they they have a rule I'm not allowed on the kit so I'm not a, <laughs> I'm not a musician wow. at all yeah. or a magician but um, that would be cool <laughs> that would be really cool <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, today I might be making listeners disappear, but uh. <laughs> <laughs> or I might be by saying I'm a rapper. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, yeah. I had to hide that I was a rapper at my last church. Okay, <laughs> did you really? <laughs> I did I could not, could not tell it in West Virginia? Uh-oh. Not everywhere in West Virginia. Oh so. man, that's funny. Yeah. So you 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 have a couple albums. You're working on one right now. Yeah, or? man. I have uh, three albums on iTunes right now. Okay. Um, they're older. Uh, I encourage people to go to my SoundCloud. Uh, okay. which is Diz Hip Hop uh, at SoundCloud. Uh, that's my newer stuff. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, working on some new stuff right now. All right, man. Yeah. Guys, guys, check it out. Yeah. Well, are you, are you reading any, any books right now? I am. I just started uh, The Pursuit of God by A.W. Tozer. Wow. Yeah. Man, you just dropped that down right there. Yeah, oh, man. man. It's, it's really uh, – I'm, I'm five chapters in, and it's really good. Okay. Really good. All right. Cool. Yeah. So pursuing God, let's maybe talk a little bit yeah. about that. I mean, we we live in a culture that really wants nothing to do with God. Yeah. And Romans twelve two, one of the things that I, I preached this past weekend says, don't copy the patterns and the behaviors, mm-hmm. the customs of this world. Mm-hmm. Let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Why do you why do you think our generation is struggling so much right now? You know, that's a that's a a really good question, and that's a question that I ask a lot myself. But I, I want to, um, I want to go back to kind of what he says in that book, and he talks about how we've kind of stopped at just at just the skimming the surface. That's like it's all we're doing is just skimming the surface. We have forgot that God is so deep and so expansive, and His grace is, it just goes so far beyond what we can imagine. And we can literally have access to him at any given time because of what Jesus done. He ripped that veil and he gave us that access and that availability. And that's the one thing I try to push is like we have not only the opportunity to know God and his grace in our lives, but we can know him on such a deeper level. Like the Bible says, the Holy Spirit will show you the deep things of God. And and I think that's kind of what we... We need to understand that, you know, yes, we can be theologians, but I want to be a seeker of the face of God. Yeah. Like, that's what I want, man. I want the deep things. Yeah. I Amen. want the deep things. And I think, I think one of the roadblocks to seeking God is so many people are doing this. Oh, man, yeah. Right? I mean, it's so easy to live our life on yeah. Instagram, on social yeah. media. And I think what's happened in the church is so many believers, they they don't want to rub anybody the wrong way. And I yeah. think their motive is right as far as when they want to want to love people. Yeah. But unfortunately, instead of allowing themselves to be shaped by the Word of God, mm. allow themselves to be shaped by culture. Mm. And if we wow. don't know what we believe, right, our culture will be happy 
to tell us what we should believe. That's right, man. So we've right. got to have that biblical worldview. We've, we, you know, one of the things that, that I share a lot is we need to use Philippians 4.8 as a filter, mm-hmm. you know, and use that as a lens when it comes to listening to music. I love that that you're you're doing rap and yeah. and hip hop man we, we we need that yeah. you know i'm i'm just yeah. blown away when i go through itunes and i look at it's all rap. Uh, the top you know 20 albums and they all have explicit lyric labels yep. you know on it's like man i mean in my opinion same thing i you know i love comedy but i, I don't like any comedian that that that's filthy if the only way you can make a drunk crowd laugh is to be vulgar. Then you're not funny. That's right. You're not funny, That's man. That's right, man. All right. That's right. And um, and if and if your music is just, you know, profanity mm-hmm. and I mean, it's not good. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. I anyway. So I probably. I think too what you said, having a biblical worldview, and I think it's so important to have that. But also, we need to engage culture, mm. and not let culture like what you just said. We don't need to let culture mold us. Yeah. We need to engage the culture yeah. and bring our biblical worldview and let it kind of coexist like that. Because Jesus, you know, Jesus, he went and he met with the sinners. Yes. You know, he wasn't separate from the sinners. He went and he met with them where they were. Yeah. And I think that's so important. Yeah. What I love about Jesus is he always found common ground and he earned the right to speak into somebody's life. Built right. All about relationship. That's right. He didn't avoid the sinners. He hung out with them. He didn't that's participate exactly in their right. sin. That's and that's exactly what we right. need to do. And the Apostle Paul said in 1 Corinthians 9, I've become all things to all people that by all possible means I might save some. Yes. We can't win everybody. That's right. But some is better than none. So if we're willing to have coffee, yeah. to do some music or to sit down to have conversation yeah. with somebody, who doesn't know Jesus, I mean, we should be doing that. That's right. You know, if we don't have any unchurched friends, any unsafe friends, then we're yeah. not doing our job as a follower of Jesus anyway. That's right. We've got to look for common ground, build relationships so we earn the right. You know, back in the day when I was younger, um, evangelism was all about knocking on doors and asking people, if you were to die, stand before God right now. And God said, why should I let you into my heaven? What would you say? And we were programmed with just a bunch of responses. Yep. Rather than building and cultivating relationships to earn the right man, to talk about Jesus. I love that word, cultivate. Man. I love it. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I think if we, us as pastors, if we treat our church uh, like a coffee shop, where literally you go into a coffee shop and the common denominator is the coffee. You've got all these different people, but they're all welcome into this place, and the common denominator is coffee. For us as churches, we need to let Jesus be that common denominator, and we need to let everybody know that they're welcome and let Jesus be the one that's the common denominator in all their lives. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And then we'll do what you said, engage culture. We'll, we'll change culture exactly. rather than... Us being influenced exactly. by culture. We'll be the ones doing the influence. Exactly, man. So right on, man. Cool. Well, um, I mean, you've been you've been here since January. This is your second church as lead pastor. Um, oftentimes when I have a pastor on the podcast, I like to I like to ask this question. What's the one thing that you think people misunderstand about your role as a pastor? <clears throat> the biggest uh, misconception, I believe, for me, this is something that I have seen, is people think that pastoring is only Wednesdays and Sundays. They believe that it's only pulpit. And I try to, you know, I've had conversations and I've said, you know, really, the pulpit, you know, that's 20%. (laughs) Uh, The rest of it, a lot of people don't see. They don't see what goes on behind the scenes and 
what you have to do and all the things you have to do and and all of that. Um, I mean, it's, you know, some pastors in West Virginia, you know, uh, there were there were some pastors who who were Wednesday and Sunday pastors, and then that was just the culture of that church, and um, and it worked, you know, but. You know, to lead a church and to grow a church, I believe you, I mean, you really have to dedicate. And um, a lot of times, you know, I've said, well, I'm a full-time pastor. And people are like, well, what does that mean? You know, so. Yeah. Yeah, because I think there's a perception out there that some people have mm-hmm. that you work one day a week. Yeah. Yeah, you got a pretty sweet gig, man. Yeah. You, only, <laughs> you only have to, yeah. you work an hour a week. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> or, or that my office hours is on a golf course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't be so bad. I would love uh, it. Yeah. Uh, I haven't been golfing in a long time, but yeah. man. Yeah, I think, um, you know, I think one of the challenges that I've faced over the years, I mean, now Rock Church, the church that I planted is 21 years old. Wow. And, I, you know, people, obviously, perception is reality. They have their own perception of what church is. Yeah. And, you know, and our church really extends a hand to, to unchurched and dechurched. Mm-hmm. So people already have their mind made up that we're going to judge, it's going to be hypocritical, that it's going to be boring, they're going to hate it. All, all, wow. And then they show up and they're like, oh, wow, this is cool. There's coffee. You can bring it in the sanctuary. You know, yeah, we, wow. you know, we kind of do a rock and roll style worship. People are like, wow, you know, this is, a, this is not bad. I always tell people, you know, we want to do such a good job of welcoming our guests and loving mm-hmm. our guests from the moment they pull in the parking lot and our parking attendants get them in their, in their spot and they get greeted at the front door that's, that's and they great. walk in. In and they're led to the, the kids' classes or their coffee bar, yeah. and people are high fiving them and you know and shaking their hand and smiling, and, awesome. and then they get into the sanctuary and a band's rocking. It's just got a kind of a, a cool vibe. I I want that experience to be so good yeah. that they've already made up their mind they're coming back before I offend them. That's it. That's <laughs> it. <man. laughs> That's good. That's good. I, I mean, I, I like to think and. It, I love that whole that atmosphere of you're welcoming you're welcoming them, you know, right as soon as they get on the parking lot. Because you know what, that's what Chick Fil A does. Yeah. And if if Chick Fil A, a fast food restaurant, can make me feel like I'm at home, then I better make people feel like I'm at home at church. Yeah, so that's yeah. what I want. Not a preach right there. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I don't think you've met my my co-host of the podcast who's not here today. His name's Mike Wilmer. He's the pastor of Relevant Faith Church. They meet in Landmark Cinema. You need to you need to meet him and connect with him. Awesome. But he is he's also the the, the marketing manager for Chick Fil A. Sweet. And um, it's so so true. They mm-hmm. do such a great job. They're yeah. just a, head and shoulders above every the you know the. The customer service is far and beyond yep. um, any, anywhere else. Yep. And man, we could we could learn a lot. We could probably do a whole podcast about what we can learn man. as pastors. You go and you sit a day at Chick-fil-A and you can learn some stuff. Yeah. 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 And have some good chicken. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> well, listen, man, we only got about a, about a minute or so, so left. Why don't you... Um, I'm going to have you close this out in prayer, especially for those that are, that are watching. Maybe someone right now, they're watching today and they're, and they're struggling. Um, but first of all, um, tell us, how can we um, you know, follow you? How can we learn more about you? Give us your, 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 your website and your, your Twitter handle and, awesome. and how they can listen to your album on SoundCloud again. Why don't you give yeah. us all that information? Yeah, Diz Hip Hop at SoundCloud. Uh, Cody Dickerson underscore on Twitter. And Cody Diz Dickerson on Instagram. I had to do two different ones because they wasn't available. Uh, but yeah, uh, follow Rizzle. me. No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
follow me <laughs> and uh, and connect with me and uh, follow my journey, man. Man, it's so great to have you in the Peoria area, man. I'm serious. I, I love so it. So all my pastor friends, you need to you need to connect with Cody. Um, great guy. Sit down, have some coffee, some conversation. Please. And I look forward to having you back on on the podcast in, in the future. Absolutely. But can you just um, can you pray right now for those that are, are struggling? Let's wrap up doing that. Absolutely. Dear Heavenly Father, we uh, we want to come to you, Lord, and we want to agree right now together that uh, that you will touch uh, those who are struggling, whatever they are struggling with, Lord. I know that you're a God who meets needs and you're a way maker, Lord. And when things look impossible, you're a God who makes things possible. And Lord, right now in the name of Jesus, just touch uh, each and every person listening or watching right now that may be struggling with whatever they're struggling with, Lord. Lord, I believe that you can touch them. You are a, a great big God and your grace is amazing. God, we believe right now uh, that you're going to touch them and victory is going to come through your son, Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Cody, thanks so much. Bless you, brother. All right, guys. My guest has been Cody Dickerson. For our producer, Mike Sable, I'm Chuck Tate. We look forward to seeing you next week on 41 Strong. PeoriaLife.com.